In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, in this great feast of the Assumption, give you thanks and praise for all the gifts and benefits of our lives. We ask you to pray for us, intercede for us, Lord. Send your graces down toward us that we may love you deeply as the Blessed Virgin Mary. Amen. Yesterday was the uh, <clears throat> memorial of St. Maximilian Kolbe. Are you familiar? Any takers know who he is? Five of you, or you're all just sleeping. It's the sun, summer evening, I apologize. St. Maximilian Kolbe lived in the um, late 1800s, uh, early 1900s. He was a priest, he was a, he was a Franciscan priest, I believe, and he went out throughout the whole world preaching, and he was from Poland, he was even in Asia preaching. And during World War II, he was uh, in Poland, and during the invasion of the Nazis, was preaching against communism, against atheism. He was preaching a greater devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary, and communists and Nazis don't like those things, so they arrested him and all his brother priests. They sent him to, they sent him to Auschwitz, and he, while he was there, um, a prisoner escaped. And the consequences of a prisoner escaping from a concentration camp Nazis during the Nazis was that they would pick 10 random men and they would kill them to help to deter people from escaping. So the one man they picked said, please no, I have a family, please don't kill me. And St. Maximilian Kolbe had compassion on the man as a man of God, as a priest. And he took his place, willingly took his place. So what they would do is they would starve these men. They'd put them in a chamber, all 10 of them, with no food and no water until they starved to death or dehydration died that way. And after two weeks, he was the alone survivor. Two weeks, no food and water, he survived. And as they kept checking on him, every time they checked on him, he was praising God. He was doing hymns. He was on his knees praying. He was worshiping God. So they took him out after two weeks, and they said they injected him with a poison, and that ended up kill, killing him. And as the story goes, he willingly, he extended his arm and said, go ahead and inject me with poison. To this day, he is the patron saint of addicts. So if you know anybody who struggles with addiction, if you yourself struggle with addiction, he is your patron saint. Ask him to intercede for us and for them. But besides this great story, and he's an incredible martyr because of this, and he's a canonized saint very quickly in the church, because he willingly gave his life for another, the love of God for another. But besides that, his preaching is incredible, and his love of the Blessed Virgin Mary is incredible. And by providence, he was killed on the vigil of the great feast of the Assumption of Mary, which we celebrate today on August 15th, every year. Because Maximilian Kolbe was preaching against atheism and preaching against communism, his great quote, and I was looking up his quotes, you know, Maximilian Kolbe, and after I skimmed through the Kobe Bryant quotes, because Google doesn't know who St. Kobe, Kobe is, I found Maximilian Kolbe. He has this great quote. He says, The most deadly poison, the most deadly poison of our times is indifference. It's indifference. They would live in a world that I would love to go like, like toe-to-toe and fight for my faith and fight against like Nazism. Right? It's not a thing, right? I mean, it's like we can't even fight the fight because nobody cares to fight. We're sitting here fighting against nobody. What is important is that we, we realize that, that he realized that nearly 180 years ago. He's preaching this, that indifference is the issue in the world. How much more worse have we gotten in the world today if we just walked away from God and we're just kind of like, meh. God, sort of important, not quite that important. And yet we have this incredible feast day of the assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. 
that the church understood that, the, that we need a mother, that God has given us a mother. God has given us the ultimate example of holiness in the Blessed Virgin Mary for us to follow. And as you pray with that, it's important to see the, uh, just for a second here, the, the development of the doctrine of the, the assumption of Mary. So in the West, in the, the Western mentality, was that Mary died like her son died, and so, like, so at the end, when she died that way. In the East, is more of a mentality, spirituality, that Mary never really died, entered into a deep dormition, to a deep sleep. To this day, the, the place of the Assumption of Mary, the church that's there in Jerusalem, is called Dormition Abbey, the Dormition of Our Lady. It's a beautiful church, if you have a good chance to visit it. So the church says, at the end of her earthly life, kind of vague, at the end of her earthly life, Mary was assumed body and soul into heaven. Clarifying for us as humans in the theology of who we are as people is that we are body, we're body and soul. That is the very nature of our existence. When we die, our souls separate from our bodies and we're judged, hopefully by the grace and mercy of God, we enter into an eternal salvation. The interesting thing has happened is this, talk about indifference, is that although we say multiple times throughout the Mass and especially in the Creed that we believe in the resurrection of the dead, we don't really believe that. There's this kind of false teaching in our minds that when we die, our souls, everyone goes to heaven, which is also a false teaching, but when we die, we go to heaven, and we're just kind of there with God. When in reality, what we're waiting for is we're anticipating getting our bodies back. Because in heaven is the body and blood and the body and soul of Jesus and the assumption of Mary, body and soul assumed. She was taken into heaven. That we will get our bodies back. That we believe in the resurrection of our bodies. That's an important church teaching. That is why we, so important is the resurrection of Jesus. Is because we, of who we are, we're created and our nature is body and soul. And the two temptations against this understanding throughout church history has been part of the, the disagreement or the, the misunderstanding or even if you want to go so far as say the heresy are two extremes. One extreme that our body is sinful, our body is just a bunch of temptation, we have to get away from the body, do whatever we can because the body is evil. It's not true. God has created things in this world that are pleasurable and good for a reason. Chocolate cake, a good bottle of wine, sex, sleep, glass of water, a beautiful summer evening. These are pleasurable things, and they're good things, and they're holy things, because God has created them pleasurable. But we don't live for them. We don't give our hearts to them, but we enjoy them in a normal, healthy, holy way. But the opposite extreme is, is, is that we look at our bodies and say, life is short, do whatever you can to have as much pleasure as possible, as much fun or as much entertainment as possible. Live for the body. And that's also... Not the right understanding. The balance of all of it is important. The balance of all of it is important. And all the saints lived for that. And we need to kind of convert from that. So when you think about St. Maximilian Colby and his preaching of the gospel and looking at the balance of what we have to do in our body and soul and balance that holiness thereof, we can think to ourselves, when will I have an opportunity to be in a concentration camp and give my life of two weeks of starvation for the good of another person? Probably never. Right? Did you assume that? I know you guys are conspiracy theorists think that either Trump or Biden is going to attack all of us. Unlikely. Okay? We live in a free country. Praise God for that. So, 
But what will happen is you'll have plenty of opportunities to die to yourself, to fast, right? To love and forgive another person who more than likely is in your own house. That happens every day. And that's the path of holiness. And that's the path of fighting against the war that's in our souls, of living for God, yet living in the world, having a body that has pleasures and has needs, yet living for God and living for, living for eternal, eternal life. Because the Maximilian Colby is preaching it. Because that quote continues. He says, The most deadly poison of our times is indifference. And this happens although the praise of God should know no limits. Let us strive, therefore, to praise him to the greatest extent to our powers. That's the battle. The battle isn't necessarily just against our bodies, isn't necessarily just against the world around us or some sort of crazy governmental conspiracy to attack Christian, Christianity, although that's kind of there. It's more about our desires should be focused on the praise of God. And if with our every ounce of being we want to give praise to God, then everything, comes, everything falls into place. So all I want to do is give praise to God. So when I'm going for a walk on a beautiful summer day, that's giving praise to God. When I'm going to work and providing for my family, that's giving praise to God. When I'm going to school and doing my studies, that's giving praise to God. When I'm cleaning the bathroom because my, my family uses it, that's giving praise to God. When I come to Mass and actually worship God, really giving praise to God. That our whole bodies and souls, our whole existence, that's what holiness is. That's what sanctity is. That's what it means to become a saint. Is to have from the greatest depth of our desires that everything we do, whether it's pleasurable, whether it's sacrificial, whatever it is, that balance is, is what I'm doing, ultimately giving praise to God. Because the poison is indifference. The poison is, ah, it doesn't really matter. Everything matters. And everything should be giving praise to God in the smallest things, in the greatest things. St. Maximilian Colby is that ultimate example, and most importantly, and the greatest example, and the, the woman who deserves the most veneration from our hearts is the Blessed Virgin Mary, whose feast we celebrate today. That we pray that one day when we die, we will resurrect, our bodies will rise, that what we have done on earth matters. The praise of God we have given to God on earth matters. And then at the end, at eternity, we will rise from the dead like Jesus. Amen.